Hey everybody, Joe Klimczewski and Adam Atkinson, Contest Prep University, episode five, final episode in our series on planning the perfect peak week. And we're going to move into food because again, focus on that word planning. You're looking forward into peak week, trying to get ready. And one of the things that I preeminently want to discuss with my clients, Adam, is just like we did with micronutrition and minerals, a bit of an audit. Let me see what you're eating currently. I want to know every food source, every meal. I, I know within our own app platform, I can track that with some of our clients, but some who I may not be able to I really want to know those details because when it gets down to on-site eating, when you've you've driven or flown to a location, you may or may not be picking up, purchasing, prepping new food, new food sources in that city, um, you know, we got to know, and we have to, we have to consider what your body's used to. Uh, that's going to be a big part of contest day for me and just your travel food, what foods you may be used to, but this aren't going to travel well. So we may need to start, start thinking about some uh, replacements and integrate those into your diet, you know, days or a couple of weeks in advance. So we know how your body's going to respond. But this is a big thing to consider, and if you're a coach who doesn't do this, or you're working with a coach who doesn't do this, could be could be the biggest miss of your peak week, in my opinion. Absolutely, one big thing: protein powders. When people are afraid to travel with it, they end up buying a different brand when they land, and it may have, you know, definitely all proteins are certainly not created equal. They get something with um, a bunch of xanthan gum in it, for instance, and then they can't poop for two or three days. Um, this stuff happens all the time. Uh, I literally had a client in my kitchen this weekend, and, and she was um, going through my pantry. She said, do you have any protein powder? I said, wait, before you you know, take mine, what do you usually... Um, take and she uh used one of the brands that our vitamin shop carries here i said you know just buy a small container here um i said i'll split the costs with you because i'll drink it too and just take a couple servings out of it and just leave it here so you don't have to travel with it i said i'd rather you stick to what you're used to versus changing it you know you know one of the things um I've always tried to do when I competed was take, take my own food as much as I can. And even on a plane, uh, uh, you know, taking a soft cooler, things like that. And you've got food like, you know, I, the, the risk of getting somewhere and having those foods that you just are not used to, it could be high. And, and I know that may be a cost you just have to roll with if you have to travel a long distance and all that. Um, so at least get the most like, item matches that you can, but it's another reason to, to keep it as simple as possible during peak week. I, I have a lot of clients who in the whole spirit of flexible dieting, like every day may look pretty different and all high quality foods, but they're really just looking at tracking the macros and they, they prioritize novelty with their food. And that's great. But again, predictability and consistency for peak week, when you and I are monitoring all those photos and check-ins, but then also for your ability to take that food with you or get it where you're going, the 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 more basic whole foods, it, it's not bro-ish, it's not old school, it's just kind of smart, you know, to to eliminate as many variables as you can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is, is there is just a way of kind of wrapping up the whole series, Adam? And again, I know from 
our perspective, you and I are communicating with these clients and we may have two clients competing in two weeks. We may have 30. Uh, you're managing every peak week as its own almost blend of art and science. You know, here's what I know we need to do. Here's the objective. But you as a client are in different food levels. You're in a different state. We, we may be kind of hammering really hard to get lean enough. We may be building calories with your, your your division may be this, it may be that, your body type. So much goes into those fine details that, that just cannot be replicated person to person. But in general, just to, to give our listeners and viewers that, that final aspect of here is what to consider for peak week, the things that you need to relax about, the things you need to worry about and really have nailed down. What's what's the overall mindset and in, in to-do list that you like to create? Yeah, I was just talking to Jenna Fiscus about this because I had a larger group and a larger group than I've had in a long time. I had 16 people competing this weekend, and that is a, a lot for me. And she said, how do you do that? And I said, a lot of it is um, I have a system of how the peak week flows. And when those boxes have been checked with everyone, they get moved to what I call the next section. And now we're going over this. And now they've gotten their show day foods. And now we've talked about the time that they're potentially going to go on. Then they move to the next level. Um, then we talk about you know when they need to do their pump up roughly. Um, and talk about that. So we're really kind of sectioning that off and uh, just making sure I don't skip any steps with any athletes along the way. So it's really, you could probably do it a hundred different ways, but um, just creating a system that allows you to follow up in case you missed anything or if a client hasn't provided you with the information you need as a coach. Perfect advice. And, and I think that last point about having a system, you as a competitor, you should be developing your own system, um, you know, lists, spreadsheets, things to think about. It's, you know, going all the way back to our first episode, it's all about just knowing that there is a shit ton to do in that week and a lot of things that can overwhelm you. So the the further out, you can kind of spread that planning and start checking those boxes and thinking through those questions that you may have for the promoter, for your coach. Uh, it just makes all the difference in the world. So just just planning ahead and thinking that pre-peak week, you know, the week or two ahead is just as important to create a successful peak week experience as it is, you know, rushing right in and hoping it all comes together. A thousand percent. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this series. We'll see you next time in Contest Prep University. Don't forget to uh, let us know what topics would help you most. And we'll see you next time.